everyone. Welcome to episode nine of Just Being Real. I'm your host, Anna Murphy. All right, guys, so we're going to get right to it today because this week that I just had was, whoo, was there like a full moon like every single day because this week was really hard for me. I'm not going to lie. Um, trying to keep calm and not get angry started becoming really difficult. I want to say, um, maybe it was Tuesday night, Wednesday. I'm not really sure, but it's just the stress level really escalated for me and I'm not entirely sure why. Um, but yeah, it was, this was an extremely tough week for me. Um, but I had fun on Saturday. We went to a minor league baseball game for the Sea Unicorns. Yes, you heard me right. Sea Unicorns. Uh, what they mean are narwhals. I don't know why they don't just call them the narwhals, but whatever. I don't know why they did, just didn't call them the Tigers, the Connecticut Tigers like they used to, but whatever. Um, and the, anyways, we had fun. Our kids had fun with their friends. We got to meet new friends. It was fun. I mean, I haven't been to a baseball game in a long time, and I'm not really a fan of baseball. But I do enjoy going when I'm with friends and people that I care about because it just makes the experience more fun, even if it's something that's not really that exciting to me. So, yeah, I really, I had fun on Saturday. And then they had really cool fireworks afterwards. And my five-year-old doesn't really like fireworks. She doesn't like the loud sounds. So our friends were kind enough to bring an extra pair of noise-canceling headphones for her. So she enjoyed it a lot more because she had those on. And they were really beautiful. I'm not really excited by fireworks, but this was like a really exciting fireworks display. So I really enjoyed my time on Saturday, even though I think I got bit by some more mosquitoes on that day. But, you know, the good time with friends made the itching pain worth it. <laughs> All right. So Sunday, my anger was really tested on um, in that evening. But I persevered and I did not give in. Like I said, I think I started giving anger more of a foothold around Tuesday. But Sunday, I did really good. And I'm so proud of myself because I thought maybe my almost two-year-old was ready to potty train. So that's what I was trying to do. So I had her in a potty training um, underwear. And she was outside playing with her siblings and her dad and then all of a sudden they come in and say mom we have a big issue here katia pooped all in her underwear it's like squishy it's everywhere and i'm like oh all i wanted to do was just relax on the couch so i got up and i went to the bathroom and yeah sure enough it was all the way up the crack and everything it was Oh, it was a gross one. So I put her in the tub and I was going to just take it off, but it, it was going to get everywhere. Like literally there was no way it wasn't going to get everywhere. So oh, it's about to get, it's about to get gross. So if you don't like gross, maybe you can fast forward a few seconds, but it's, it's gross. Sorry. She, 
as I was taking the diaper off, some of it was falling into the water and obviously I didn't want it to get stuck on the drain or go down the drain. So I had to pick it back up and take it and put it back into the diaper. And my husband was standing there because he was going to take the diaper and he was going to clean it out for me before we put it in the wash. So we took it, we did that, I cleaned her up and I stayed calm the whole time, kept a nice happy attitude, let her know it's okay you know, it's all right. You didn't do anything wrong. I did not yell. I did not freak out. I didn't get frustrated at all. So I was very proud of myself because that was a situation that would have totally set me off at some point and then, you know, previous, previous time. So I'm really proud of myself that I didn't allow that to happen. So then, then Monday came and, you know, it was, it was a Monday. I mean, like I said, my last Monday was a good one, but this one, yeah, wasn't so much of a good one. But, you know, what are you going to do? Not every Monday can be an awesome, stellar Monday. So I don't remember too much, but it was a stressful day. And then Tuesday, I started, you know, feeling the anxieties and frustration mounting as my kids are arguing about everything, tattling on each other, complaining about whatever, you know, it's just like little things. It's like, can't you guys just get along is what I really wanted to say all day, the whole time. And it just, it just kept going like that for the rest of the week. Like, I, I don't know, like I said, I don't know, maybe it was because the weather was starting to get hotter and muggier. So maybe everything was just irritating me more, or maybe they were just irritated because I know my two oldest, their allergies are coming back and their eyes are always itchy, their noses are stuffed. So, I mean, when you're feeling like that, you're not exactly at, in your best um, where you should be. So I get it. And that's probably one of the reasons why it was happening. But it was just, this week was really, really hard for me. And sometime on Wednesday, this thought just kind of popped in my brain. It's really hard to be calm when you're not. And I know that sounds like a, a, well, duh, kind of statement. But hear me out. I think, I think that's why Jesus is wants us to call out to him is because he understands that we may not always have the willpower to do something. I didn't have the willpower to stay calm. I wanted to stay calm, but there was no way I was going to stay calm without his help. So there was many times where I was calling out for Jesus's help or, you know, when I got up in the morning and I started feeling myself feeling anxious or angry or frustrated, I would just start singing a song that I sing to the kids. This is the day the Lord has made. And I would try to sing it. And and when it, it kind of goes like, um, this is the day, this is the day that the Lord has made, that the Lord has made. I will rejoice, I will rejoice and be glad in it, and be glad in it. And it just keeps going on. But... But whenever that song, whenever I need to sing it and I'm feeling frustrated, instead of singing it in that kind of tone, I'll sing it like that. But when it says, I will rejoice, I sing it with emphasis. I will rejoice. And I will say it like that with the gritting teeth because I'm in that moment. I'm not really feeling like I want to rejoice, but I'm telling myself I will rejoice. 
So, you know, I'll do that or I'll pray and say, Jesus, I need your help right now. I can't even right now. And, you know, if I'm really frustrated and escalated enough, I'll say it out loud. And my kids will look at me and know that I mean business. But I'm trying really hard to stay calm. But I don't have the strength in my own self to do it. So I know that I need an outside source. And I choose Jesus because he has not ever let me down. And I wanted to read to you guys one of my favorite verses that I think of a lot whenever I'm feeling stressed. And it's Exodus 14, 14. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm. And that's a verse that keeps me strong. I've got it on a plaque in my kitchen. It's, it's something I really need to remember to focus on often because Jesus is my source of help. He is my everything. He is the reason that I am breathing today. And he's the one who's helping me stay calm. Every day that I achieve a day that I am not feeling regret because I yelled too much or whatever, that is because of Jesus. And I am so thankful that he does not give up on us after many, many times of screwing up. Because if so, he would have bounced a long time ago because I have screwed up a lot in my life. Not just with anger, but in a lot of different ways. So I'm really thankful that he is still here with me. And I always try to remember that when things feel like they're crashing down on me, I can reach my hand up and say, please help me. And he will. And I want to encourage you guys today with that verse, Exodus 14, 14. The Lord himself will fight for you. You need only to be still. Just rest in him please let him keep you calm let him help you when you need it let him be your peace in the middle of a storm and that is a song by i think it's chris lizote i'm not sure if i'm saying his last name right um but i really like that song a lot and um Maybe I'll try to leave a link in my show notes today so that you can hear it too because it's very encouraging and it's a good song to remember that, you know, Jesus is our peace in the middle of the storm and he, he is there to help. So if you need him, ask for him. Don't be afraid. He's, he's always there for you and he's always willing to help. You just have to call out to him and you've got to trust him to take care of you and to help take care of your situation and your situation may not just go away you may have to stay in it longer but at least you know that you'll have the peace and you'll have God's hand holding you through it all my daughter my five-year-old she's always saying oh I'm afraid or I can't do this or I don't know what to do and I'll say well why don't you ask Jesus he's sitting right next to you he's with you he's there she says well I can't see him I was like that doesn't mean that he's not there just because you can't see him doesn't mean he isn't there he's there he's he's wanting to be with you and he's holding your hand right now and he's carrying you through whatever you are going through it's okay so I want you to know that too, that if you are going through something tough, if you are feeling overwhelmed, if you are feeling like everything's crashing down on you, just remember that Jesus is there. He's holding your hand. He wants to be your help. So ask him, 
just ask him. Just say, Jesus, please help me. I need you right now. And he will help you. And he will walk with you through whatever you are going through. So I hope that encourages you. And I hope I didn't gross you out too much with my poop story. But yeah, that that was my week. And I should have been warned if I was starting my week on Sunday with a poop story that the, the rest of my week was probably going to start being poop too. But, you know, there... There were good moments in between the poop story of my week. You know, I mean, yeah, it's getting really humid and hot over here in Connecticut and it's gross and I don't like it at all. And now I'm starting to count down the days until I get to wear my sweaters again. But at least it waited till August. Last year was awful and... I was pregnant for summer um, of 2000, no, maybe it was 2020. Um, I'm horrible with all this stuff. But it, one, the last summer I was really pregnant and I didn't like that at all because by May I needed our air conditioner in and I was just dying. And, you know, it wasn't last summer because I think last summer we, we were all locked down or whatever, which was fine because I was indoors a lot more, which is where I prefer to be during the summers. But this year was nice. It was not super hot. We had like one week where it was hot. I don't remember what time of or what month that was in, but it was hot, humid and gross. And I'm like, oh, please don't be starting now. It's too early. And then God was kind enough to answer my prayer. And it wasn't like that forever. Like the last month and a half, two months, it has been pretty nice. So the fact that it's just starting in August makes me happy because at least I haven't had to suffer through the whole summer with hot humidity and, you know, feeling like a wet blanket's always on me. It's It's been nice. So I, I'm trying to look at the positives even in the middle of negatives. And I'm also trying to teach my kids to do the same. Like, um, I think it was either yesterday or it was Wednesday. It was a really stressful day. Like it just started out stressful and just wouldn't stop. And I just sat the kids down on the couch and I said, we're all going to say something we're thankful for. And don't tell me you don't have something because there's always something to be thankful for. And my son was already frustrated because he had gotten in trouble. So he was trying to say, well, I don't know. I was like, well, there is something you need to think about it. And he took a while and I was trying not to get frustrated and snap at him and say, give me an answer now. You know, even, even though I really wanted to because I needed to get stuff done. But I sat there and I waited and I kept asking him and eventually he came up with something. But I'm trying to be intentional with making sure that I don't focus on the negative things, but I stay focused on the positive things. Because even though it may seem like something's negative or it's a seems like a sucky day, there's always something to be thankful for. First and foremost, you should always be thankful that you get to even have that sucky day because you're alive, you're breathing which is another song by Matt Marr, Alive and Breathing. It's also a good song, and if you haven't heard that one, I'll try to put that in the show link as well. But I just, I, I wouldn't say that I've always focused on the negative. I'm not like a negative Nancy kind of person. But it's hard not to want to dwell on what is going wrong in your life 
when things are stressful, when you're having a bad day, you just kind of want to have a bad day. You don't want to be around someone who's uppity and like, ooh, yay, up with life, woohoo. You know, it's like, can you just shut up? I'm having a bad day. You know, why don't you go put your pep on somebody else who's having a happy day? I'm not. You know, it's like sometimes we just want to be like that, but we can't be like that. We need to make sure that we are focused on positive things in the middle of our stress and frustrations because I think that's when we're going to grow the most is when we start realizing that our circumstances don't make us. We have to make our circumstances better through Christ. We have to ask him to help us see the good in the middle of the bad and the stressful and the frustrating and whatever. So I'm trying to be more intentional about that. So when I get up in the morning, I try to pray Even if I'm tired, even if I'm not feeling like it, even if I was woken up abruptly by one of my kids, I try to make sure I pray. And one of the first things I pray for is thank you that I am alive today because I could not be alive, in which case, yay, I'd be in heaven. I'd be happy about that, but I wouldn't get to see my kids grow up and I don't want to miss out on that. So I'm thankful when he still allows me to be alive because that means he's got something for me to do. So I really want to encourage you that if you are having a bad day, just stop whatever you are doing right now, aside from listening to the podcast, of course, you know, because then you won't know what I'm going to say next. But I want you to just stop dwelling on your negativity and think of just one positive thing about that day, because there's always something there. The sun's shining, or it's not too hot, or it's not too cold, or, you know, I can go drive to the beach and I can smell the sea air and it's going to make me feel better. My child just laughed and they haven't laughed in a long time. Or my my teenager wants to be around me and they haven't wanted to be around me forever. You know, it's like, think of something positive. There's always something positive, even in the middle of your storm. And I know sometimes our storms are really dark and they've been long and they've been painful. And I know it's hard to think of something positive in the middle of that. I get it. So pray and ask God to show you something in his timing. If you don't want to force something, which is fine, just ask him to help you get to that point where you can be thankful even in the middle of your tough situations because he's growing us in those seasons. It's hard to grow when everything's going well because you don't feel like you need to grow. You feel like you've got it all together. Life's good. Life's happy. Things are going wonderful. We don't feel like we need more at that time. We only realize we need more when we're broken, when we realize something's wrong or something's missing or when we've lost something. So we have to learn how to be calm in the middle of our storm and we have to learn how to be positive because if we aren't positive, then Satan's winning. And who wants that? We're, if you're a follower of Christ, you are a conqueror. You are a winner. That is what it says in the Bible. And if you believe in the Bible, then you should believe that. That when we are in Christ, we are more than conquerors. We have won already. If you aren't a believer in Christ, then I encourage you to find Christ. And then you will also be a winner in your situations. You won't have to feel defeated. And if you are a Christian and you are feeling defeated, then you're letting Satan win. 
And why are you doing that? Don't let him win. He can't win. He's not supposed to win. The Bible says so. Read Revelation. He loses. He's supposed to lose. Why are you letting him win? So I encourage you, don't let him win anymore. Don't be Satan's chump. Find something good in the middle of whatever you are going through. Take the time that it takes to get to that step where you can do that. No matter how dark a place you feel you're in, ask God to help you find something positive. Find whatever he is trying to show you. He, he's got to be showing you something. There's something there that he wants you to learn through whatever painful circumstance you are going through. There's always something that he wants us to know through whatever tough situation we go through. When I was younger, I went through a long time of having some issues going on where I was being molested and um, because I respect this person now and we've made amends, I won't say who it is, but it was a really tough time for me from, you know, being a teenager up until I've, you know, was 21 and it was really frustrating for me and I had finally said enough and you know we got to a place where eventually they apologized made amends and we are working through that situation now and there are times where I look back and I want to say that I would like to change things but I can't actually follow through with that if I were given a chance to change things I, I literally would not change things because everything that has happened to me has made me who I am today. And as painful as it was, as uncomfortable as it was, would I be who I am today if I had changed that? I don't know, maybe. But I am in a place now where I don't feel that I need to go back to my past and change it to find out. I am just grateful that I learned whatever I learned from that situation and that I can help my kids avoid things like that. That is where my mind and my heart is now, is to help my kids avoid situations like that, where they won't have to worry about that happening to them. So I encourage you to not look at your circumstances and say, how can I change this? But ask how, how can God change you through what you are going through? Because whatever you're going through, it's not needless. There is a reason for it. I know it feels needless and I know it feels like it's painful and it hurts and it sucks and you don't understand, but God understands and he's there to help and he's there to give you the wisdom to know what is going on and how to get through it. And he wants to help you through it and he wants you to grow. So I encourage you to just stay positive because when you are positive, Satan loses and God gains ground and you gain ground and you can get through whatever it is a lot easier when you are positive. A lot of the health issues we have stem from negativity rather than being positive. I mean, more people would have health, I think, if they were more positive rather than always being negative about everything. 
It's frustrating. Who wants to be around someone who's constantly negative about everything? Where you're trying to look on the bright side of someone and they want to dump cold water all over you and say, nope, sorry, that's not happening. You don't want to be around people like that. So if you don't want to be around people like that, then don't be someone like that. Because that will mean that someone doesn't want to be around you. And you don't want that. We all want to be surrounded by people who care about us. And we want to be people who care about other people. And we want them to want to be around us. So if you want that, then you have to be not so negative. And I I have been working really hard on being more intentional on what kind of a person I want to be to other people. If I want something, do I need to be that first? And I have had to go through a lot of training, retraining to be a better friend towards people because I have not always been a good friend and I have not always done the right things to make friends. And that might have been one of the reasons why I've lost some of my friends, you know, and that's okay because I'm learning from my mistakes and I'm working on them. And like I said, this podcast is something that is on my heart to help other people succeed because I don't want to see people suffer needlessly. I don't want to see people suffer at all, but I surely don't want to see people staying in their suffering because they feel like they don't have a way out or they don't know what to do. And I've gone through so many things in my life that I would love to just share with everybody And this is one way that I get to do that is through my podcast is just sharing with you and saying, you can overcome. I overcame. This is how I overcame something so you can overcome. And that's what I want is to help you realize that chains can be broken. They don't have to stay in your family forever. Your family line doesn't have to continue in whatever chain you are in. You can break those chains. I mean, I've been married three times, okay? I'm currently on my third marriage. I didn't get it right until I realized that I needed Christ, and I didn't do that until I was 30 and going through my second divorce. During that time, I did a lot of healing from my past situations and Because of that, I can now say proudly that I'm going to be married seven years in November. Seven years. That is literally my longest marriage. My second marriage was two years. My first was three. Come on, man. That is like a chain breaking right there. Like if I had chains right now and the clippers, I'd clip them right now so you could hear the sound of chains breaking, but I don't have that. And... Yeah, but in your brain, imagine what it sounds like to break chains. And that's what I did. And my brother, I love him so much. He has been married at least 10 years or more to the same person. And I'm so proud of him for that because he's too broken the chains of divorce in our family. I mean, come on, man, you, you, can, you can break chains. It, it is possible to break chains. I broke my chain of addiction to pornography after 17 years of being addicted to it. It's gone. It's gone. I don't feel the need for that anymore. It's been three years since I've looked at anything like that. I come on. God can help. He, He can break chains. He can heal. He can give you what you need. 
in this life to be successful, you just have to ask him for it. And I I can't stress I can't stress enough how important it is to have Jesus in your heart. Because man, he can he can do miracles. I mean, if you knew half the stuff that I have done, you would know that God is real. And I'm sure at some point during my podcast, I will get to that stuff. I've already shared a few things today. You may be wondering, why has she been married three times? At some point, I'm sure those situations will come up. But God is good, and he heals, and he breaks chains, and he can do it for you. You just have to ask and believe and stay steadfast and strong and go through whatever you have to do to stay successful in him. Read his word. Pray often. Don't give up praying for things that you need or want. He wants us to always ask. His word word says to keep on seeking, to keep on asking, and the door will be open. He, he wants you to know what he wants you to do. He wants to be there for you. So I really encourage you that if you have not, if you have not asked Jesus into your heart, you need to. I can't stress how important that is that you have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. He is what is going to help you succeed in life. He is what is going to get you through those dark times, through those heartaches and those confusions. He has the answers and he is there willing to give you the wisdom to understand. So I really encourage you today that you need to read his word. You need to ask him for help. Please do not go another day on your own, trying to go in your own strength. Haven't you realized that you can't? Don't you feel empty inside? Don't you feel lost and stressed at the end of the day? Don't you just feel like you've just given it everything and you have nothing more to give? When you feel that way, if you are a follower of Christ, that's when God shows up even more because you have given up everything you have, but he still has more to give. And he shows up and it's just like, like, like that beautiful fireworks display I was talking about. It's beautiful. It's amazing. You're looking, you're ooing, you're eyeing because he is working and he will get the glory for it because there was no way that you could achieve what just happened. When I was going through my second divorce, it was painful. It was painful. I didn't want it. It came out of nowhere for me. And... I didn't have any family near me to help. All I had was my church family. But God showed up big time and he helped me in ways that I can only give him credit for. There was no way that I did any of it. That's what he does. And he can do it for you. You just have to be willing to let him in. So I know I probably sound like I'm crying and that's because I am. Because when I... When I remember what I've gone through, I always see Jesus right there. Even when I wasn't following him, I can look back and I can see where he was helping me, where he was keeping me safe. Even in the middle of what I was going through with the molestation, I can still see that God was there. Even though he wasn't taking it away whenever I'd pray and ask him for it and beg him to. 
He was still there. I know he was, and I know he was hurting too. But we all have free will, and he doesn't like to override that. So I understand now, and I look back, that he was grieving with me, but he was always there. And he was helping me through. It, he will help you. That is the bottom line, is that he will help you. And if you look hard enough, you will find him. Even if you aren't a believer, you will see that he has his hand on your life somewhere. If you look hard enough, if you start seeking him, he will reveal himself to you. You will start seeing areas where you're like, oh, I can't believe that happened. He, it was God. He was there. He was helping you. He was trying to lead you somewhere different. Whether you took that path or not, I don't know. But he was there trying to help you see that there is a better way. And if you took it, you were listening to his calling. You should see that he has good plans for you. He is not there to hurt you. So I encourage you that if you haven't sought God, look in your life. He is there. He is somewhere there. There, there is a situation in your life that you should be able to recall where you're like, I don't know how that happened. Maybe it was luck. I guarantee it wasn't luck. It was Jesus. He was there helping you. I've had many of those situations, and I'm sure at some point I'll get to them. But God is good, and he loves us even in the middle of our pain and our confusion. He is there, and he loves us. And he is always willing to help. He's God the provider. He's God our helper, our counselor, our friend, our father. He's got so many names, so many hats he wears. Moms, you know you wear a lot of hats. But God wears so many hats more than we do. And he, he's good at every single hat that he wears. And he's ready to be whatever you need. He's ready to put on the hat for whatever you need. Just call him. Ask him for help. I can't, I can't stress that enough. How important it is to know Christ as your personal savior and your heavenly father. So yeah. This has been a long episode. <laughs> but you know. I feel like I just, I felt like I needed to say all this. So I hope I really encouraged you in whatever you were going through. And I just hope that you don't give up and that you stay strong. You feel empowered to go on into this next week coming up as more than a conqueror. I hope that I have encouraged you to seek God if you haven't yet. And to try him and see if he's willing to help you. Because I guarantee he is. And I just hope that you will be blessed by everything that is happening in your life. Whether it's difficult or not. I pray that you will just look at the positives. And don't dwell too much on the negatives. And just pray against the negatives. Pray for God to help you through them. And just walk with boldness, knowing that God has your back. And yeah, I give you that encouragement today. And I will be praying that you do well in this coming week. All right. So I know that this has been a really long episode. So if you'll bear with me for just a few more minutes, I have a little bit of things I want to tell you guys first. So first, 
my next podcast episode 10 will be my last one for the season for the first season and then I'm going to take a couple weeks off because I'm going to start homeschooling my kids so I kind of want to get into a bit of a rhythm with that um and then I'll come back on September 10th with season two so for my episode 10 that I'm doing next week I'm planning on having my oldest, my 14-year-old Evangeline, on with me. And we're going to talk about something very special together. So if you have teens, have them listen because they might be encouraged to have someone their age um, talking with them too. So share with everybody you know that this is coming up and, you know, just make sure you tune in. If you aren't already following me on whatever platform you're listening, please make sure you do that now so that you don't miss out on that episode. And just keep sharing the podcast. Word of mouth is very important as a podcaster. I can't stress that enough how important it is for us um, to be successful and to reach people. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please make sure that you leave a five-star review and comment. Let me know how I'm doing. And if you guys want to get in touch with me, make sure you do it on... um, I'll leave the links in my episode um, notes today. But if you guys want to get in touch with me, you can find me on social media or you can leave a a video message for me on Anchor as well. I'll have that link down there too. And I will remember to put the links for those two songs that I was telling you guys about. Also, um, lastly, next, as you guys have noticed, I have a lot of songs that I've been doing for my intros. And the reason I'm doing that is I'm trying to figure out which one I like the most. Those are all songs that I have made myself um, with an app. And I really like the songs. But um, I had a hard time figuring out which one I wanted to use permanently. So for my second season, I plan on having one of them being the permanent one. So on social media, I'm planning on doing a poll with all the ones that I've used, and I want you guys to choose which one you like the most. So if you're not connected with me on social media yet, you should do that now. That way you will see the poll and you'll be able to engage with it and you'll be able to help pick the one you want. And whichever one has the most votes is the one I'm going to continue using for each episode from here on out. So yeah, just make sure you guys hook up with me on social media so that you can be a part of that poll. All right. I hope you guys have a wonderful weekend and that you have a blessed week. Remember, Jesus loves you. I love you. I'm praying for you. Go into your week bold as a lion, knowing that Jesus has your back. God bless. Bye.